I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. Hi, right, welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. He's Tom Painter. He's back this week. I'm John Denman. I'm still here, and we're hanging out. For how much longer, I say. How much longer? That's, that's, that's always the question. How much longer? You know, ask my doctor. He'll tell you. Not very long. But uh, ask my wife. She's like, well, especially doing a beer show. You know, there's always, there's always that. But uh, your, your, your wife on my birthday told me that one day I'm not going to open my eyes. <laughs> she did tell you that. <laughs> She, she's, she's like a, she's like Skittles, <laughs> just a rainbow of good stuff. There they are again. So like, yep, there uh, you go. There's three for you, Eric. Three mm-hmm. times. Skittles but, yeah, we we are in Galveston, at, at, at one of two breweries. Mm-hmm. We're over at Devil and Deep, just over, not far from the Strand. As you're driving in, you know, it's always fun to hit Harborside, because you don't really, it's just. Driving down Broadway all the way to get here, you know, it's like, ah, you're in Galveston. Like, as a kid, it was always cool because you go over the causeway and you hit the first lights and there's palm trees yep. and a lot of different things. But nowadays, it's like, man, we need to hit the Strand. So you mm-hmm. hit Harborside and you just blaze it down there as fast as you can. You know, sometimes there's a cruise ship. Be careful. Harborside doesn't uh, drain. So if you're driving down the street and you're not paying attention and it's been a little bit of rain, even a little bit, there's going to be four inches of water and you're going to find yourself right up in it. <laughs> so when you're driving some little shit box like the brewery's Corolla, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just kind of just get yeah. and slide your way just, all the just way. Just get on in it. You know? All the way in. But we are at Devil in the Deep. So we are Eric Walker. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. So... Uh, we're here. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. I guess you, you came up with the math because I, I never time does is just mm-hmm. it's just weird, right? Yep. Like nowadays for everyone, there's two years that don't count. Two years that don't count. So, but if you counted those two years, it was four years ago yep. since the last time we were here. Yeah, it was sometime. I think it was the end of 2018 was the last time y'all came onto the prison island. That is this place and uh <laughs> hung out and had some beer and talked on the radio with me so that was right after you opened up yes that was uh that was within the very first within year the yes. very, yeah it was it was pretty quick mm-hmm. so what year was this again 2018 2018, 2018. so at this point there's what like 40 breweries or so in houston area we were number 46 if memory 46. if memory serves me we were yeah like number 46 i believe it was Jeez, it's wild to think there's there's another like 30 like 30 other breweries that, that, that came in after you guys it really is like, and it's a shame because i'm stuck here all the time i haven't been to a bunch of places uh that have opened yet you know like on the north side especially you know like I was talking to you earlier, I haven't been out to Katie, to yeah. y'all, just to hang out in, you know, the patio in, like, at least two years, Yeah, you know? Well, yeah, and in, 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 in that period of time, a brewery has opened Battle Hops in Katie, Texas, and shut down. And gone, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, which is, uh, it's kind of, kind of the thing going on in the last, like, couple of years have been, ever since COVID, it was just like, oh, wow, man, it just, how is it for you guys out here? 
Like. The uh, what well, we had at one point, we did have a brewery that opened up a little brew pub um, called Symposium. The guys uh, they made great beer, and they had some landlord issues uh, with their lease, I understand. And right about the time that they had, they'd only brewed about their second batch, they'd only been open for about six months, and they finally got the brewing system going. And then they uh, they went out, and it, that was a shame. And then uh, I don't think there's been a brewer at Beerfoot here on the island since um, Donovan was the last one, and that was probably during COVID as well. Yeah. So, yeah, the only two people to actually brew beer here on the island is myself and uh, Mark with Galveston Island. Yeah. I Mark mean, and Jason. There was a short period of time where Bruce Brothers. Yep. Yeah, uh, Bruce Brothers, I think, still has their license and everything like that. And uh, Scuttlebutt says they, they were starting to make moves, uh, you know, actually get the brewery set up and everything like that again. But I haven't heard anything. There just aren't very many destination places now anywhere in you know, the U.S. or the world mm-hmm. that they're just like brewery, 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 brewery. Mm-hmm. And here we are in Galveston, and there's two. Yep. Two of us. <laughs> two. Yeah. And, yeah, well, sounds – well. And, and that, 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 that encompasses Bolivar. That encompasses, you know, all the way down to Surfside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's well, none in Lake Charles, I don't believe – Yet I heard that there There's might be somebody opening in, up Lake there. I thought, in Lake Charles, uh, or not there, Lake, not Lake a, Charles, Lake Jackson. My bad, oh, Lake sorry, Jackson. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, like, for yeah, the, for yeah, the, the, yeah, for the other way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lake Jackson. Yeah, there isn't one. So yeah. there's, there's none in Sharpstown either. Just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there could be. Yeah, there should be. But but like Lake Jackson, Lake Jackson's a. There's some great places down there. Mm-hmm. Well, some really good bars. Uh, yep. Yeah, we just got on over there, actually. Um, we just got into uh, uh, Worst House and um, The Neighbor, and I think it's the same owners, I believe. Um, and, yeah, those are the first. They're almost the furthest places out that we have had beer. You know, we've, had a, we've been out in Katy, and we got a bunch of spots up in Cyprus. Um, that is a long that carries delivery. Us, yeah. yeah. And yes. when I was doing uh, both sales and deliveries on that, in the uh, that aforementioned Toyota Corolla, that was a good time. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Sales, delivery, brewing, tap room, tap room. <laughs> yep. Uh, been a yeah, one payroll. Man, yeah, been a HR. one man shop for a well, long well, time. The payroll is easy. Payroll, payroll is easy. One. <laughs> well, you guys know the industry. I mean, it burns people out. Um, Dan. Uh, Dan's still a part of like Dan's still a part of us and everything like that, but he's just burned out on the industry, especially the retail side of things, you know. And that you know that just is what it is, you know. He's yeah. out, he's doing a graphic design and media and everything like that, and he's doing great, doing phenomenal, you know. He's uh, he designed our new logo uh, for the update. We updated our logo. No way, yeah. I haven't seen the logo. Dinner has arrived. Dinner has <laughs> arrived. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, this like you know, there's nothing bad or anything like that, and um, but I'd, yeah, it's been me. I've had a little bit of help with the tap room. Um, Amy and Josh, they were super cool, just couldn't quite swing it, you know, financially. And then, um, but there's you know, no bad blood or anything like that. So it just seems like it kept in and out to where I could afford me because I don't pay myself much. <laughs> so, and that is what it is. Yeah. So, got to push, got to push the ball forward. Yeah. 
I, I know that life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember owning a business once. <laughs> you, you know how much money I made off that business? A big negative. You know? I mean, it yeah. ends up owning you. So that's certainly a thing. Yep. <clears throat> now, it's... Um, I, I'm, I'm interested in the new logo because I think the old logo is pretty... Yep. I mean, I think it's pretty badass. Yeah, we uh, with the triangle that we had on it, you know, that was supposed to like, uh, you know, it's the the pyramid is like the most stable form, like found in nature, and uh, well, we haven't had an ounce of stability in the entire time that we've been open, so we got rid of that. We just went with the never-ending waves and the star of Texas, you know, because uh, devil in a deep is a you know a nautical term for rock in a hard place, so. And that's what we went with. You know, we put the uh, the establishment date in Galveston on there, and you know, it's a little bit. You know, I think it pops a little bit. So, but it's it's still got the same elements, just just a little bit different. Hmm. And five years on, I feel like it, it's a good refresh. Refreshes are good. Refreshes yeah. are important. Yes. When I was in Arnold, we were in the middle of their, uh, you know, brand refresh, and then when we took over No Label, well. <laughs> <laughs> Complete refresh. <laughs> the, the, uh, I kept the N and the L. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's. Uh, I love this. I love this logo. Uh, like right now, I want to see what the new one looks like. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, go grab you a sticker so you can well, see. Well, Dan. Dan. Dan's a guy who is very talented for <laughs> one. Um, he's he's talent or everything he puts his hand to, he does well absolutely. and he does very well. I was working so, on. A logo for a Texas or a T-shirt for Texas EquiSearch. Oh yeah, yep. and I, I was I was designing the logo, this whole shirt thing for this thing that we did in, uh, a couple years back, pre-COVID, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was pre-COVID. I don't know. Eight years ago, twelve years, twenty-five yeah. years ago, we did. You know, it's been twenty-five years. It's been twenty-five. <laughs> years. And uh, so I'm, I'm working on this, and Dan comes in, and we're just kind of hanging out. Just talking, and I was like, "Man, what do you think of this?" He's like, "Man, that looks good." But if you did this and this, see what that looks like. And I did it. I'm like, "That we're done." <laughs> I mean, just like, yeah, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Yeah, he's done stuff with music. He's working with bands um, right now, with a bunch of different bands doing things like label or uh, record uh, record covers, and you know, a bunch of different stuff. He just did some uh, major artwork with. Uh, uh, one of the local universities. So yeah, he's out there. Created by nine. If you need anything done, hit him up on Instagram. And you know, <laughs> I mean, but, but like getting burned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of talking about that. That that's a common theme for a lot of people that I talk to. Yep, right? a lot I mean, of small it, businesses, and definitely mm-hmm. a lot of people in craft beer. Yeah, a yeah, lot of people in craft beer. It's mm-hmm. just it's 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 not. I don't know. I mean, the, the, you know what we, should, we need to talk to? Speaking of like burnout, we need to talk to. We need to do a sit down with Huggy Bear. Not even at Holler, just like Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. Just, just get yeah, like, like James went for, for like uh, from Huggy, like Huggy Bear. Like he, he's a brewer that he was at No Label. He went to Southern Star, and then uh, he went to a local group, and then he went. To, uh, then he, he had a pause where literally his batteries had been drained, mm-hmm. like out. Yep. Like he's like I. You know, he loved the industry, but he was like, but then it took, well, then this a weird happenstance kind of happened, and and Hall and uh, the guys, our friends at Hall, are kind of there was a kind of a switcheroo there. John like left with his family to to go on their next big adventure, and then uh, and then basically Huggy Bear got invited into that fold and kind of re- fully recharged his battery. But that man was burnt 
out and, and, and burnout happens, especially when they're like, you feel like the only, you're the only one carrying the flag. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, uh, the thing about brewing is that it's, there's so much monotony. You're doing the exact same thing every day. If you don't do that same exact thing every day and if you don't do it right, you know, by the numbers to, you know, SOP and everything like that, something's going to get real weird and not in a good way, you know. And when you're a small business, you can't be dumping, you know, four or $5,000 worth of retail beer down the drain, you know. So it's just like, and even when you're trying to do new recipes and keep things fresh, you know, if you're just trying to just like make the monthly nut for bills, you know, and you just kind of have to brew, you know, brew the hits as it were, Things get real, real Groundhog Day. Yeah. So, and I think that's that's going to be, you know, it's a bit, I feel like it's starting to become more of a thing now in the industry. And I think that people are starting to talk about it a little bit more, you know. So. I mean, it truly is. Well, I mean, every job yeah. is oh, yeah. the same thing yep. yeah, every exactly. single day. Yeah. But there, there's, uh, for some reason, this, this industry really attracts like passionate people, mm-hmm. they're like, I want to be involved in this. I want to yep. do this. I want to. I want to like just. What can I do? Oh, you yep. can. You can do. You can put this label on this thing mm-hmm. for the next thirteen years if you want to. Yep. And and that that's kind of. Yeah, I, f- I feel like yeah, the industry certainly does attract people that like you know they like things to be fresh and to do new things and to constantly like you know be evolving, and then. Like the reality of it is, it's like, yeah, you can do all those things, but at the same time, the cake cleaning machine is the cake cleaning machine, and you're doing the exact same thing about 500 times. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like, I think people can get in a very much like a headspace where like nothing ever changes and everything's exactly the same. And it's like, well, we just got, you know, we just did a whole brand new beer and this, that, and the other. And it's just, but people just, you know, how they, they just start focusing on the negative, and then that can become, that can snowball certainly and then you're surrounded by beer and that's a real easy thing to like you know well you know i'll say this about this industry is it it attracts it attracts labor Mm -hmm. that doesn't pay very much that is a thing (laughs) and so that's that's inviting right Mm -hmm. for like like, as a not not for the person that's you know working but for the employer Mm -hmm. so it, it invites you know, people that, that need that passion, like, I want to be involved mm-hmm. in this industry. Mm-hmm. And then, like, but you start here in this lower level position and you can move up to this position. It, I, I think, I don't know, I, 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 I don't want to say too much, but uh, uh, there's been a lot on my mind about this industry that, that really needs to kind of be thrown out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And for one, but it, it kind of sucks because I also know the owners who they literally would love to pay their employees more, mm-hmm. but they can't, right? There's just not, the industry just does not make that much money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, you, if you're if you looking at it just like some of, uh, you know, there's other jobs in the world that yep. very similar where it's like, well, it's just a low paying position because we don't, it's not like we're making money mm-hmm. in this industry. Money, money is also relative. You know, yeah. I, I like. I mean, in terms of the sense of like, I had a girlfriend who worked at Exxon, and she's making nearly two hundred thousand dollars a year. And and she looked at people in like like on the brewery world, and she was like, "Oh, how can he like 
people who are high, like making good money in the brewery world. She's like, oh, how can people live off such, you know, like, I'm just like, uh, easily. That, mm-hmm. that, that, that's the high end, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Also, I mean, but there is something to be said about you have a lot of passionate people that are willing to work for, 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 for like, like for not a lot. But then you have to like kind of balance that out with wanting to grow a brewery too, and a plan, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like, like what's what's going to be next? Especially when there's nine thousand breweries in the country. Yeah, yeah. Or you know what we're about to hit. What is it? Uh, when Avenik and For the Culture start brewing, that'll put us at because they share the space. That'll put us at what, like eighty two or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Right it's number. Up there, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, because well, I mean, and they're a, close. Yeah, I know. I, I saw. I just saw on Facebook they got the cold room all set. Everything's all looks like they're getting ready to start. You know, maybe doing some testing. Them for the culture, or, or sorry, uh, them uh, Talyard, and then there's another one going to the Heights. Um, yeah, it's all women. Not not the one that not that not that one. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's another one. The. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know that there's an all woman brewery opening up. That's the yeah, first I've heard. I know. I, I'm. I'm drawing a blank. I tell you what. Let's take a break and get some more beers. And when we come back. We'll actually Google this. we'll be prepared <laughs> when we come back. This is Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. We're hanging out double and deep in Galveston Island. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Bryce with Wasn't Below Brewing. If you're a fan of Oso Bueno or Hipster Sauce, we're the guys that brew it. If you want to come try it at the source sometime, along with a dozen other beers, you can come visit us in North Houston. We're out near Willowbrook Mall and open Thursday through Sunday. If you're looking for a party, come join us on our 8th anniversary on April 8th. It'll be our annual release of our barrel-aged out called Big Mistake, and we'll have a bunch of other goodies. It's always a good time. Keep an eye on social media for our beer releases and taproom events, and come hang out with us for a pint real soon. Hi, I'm Bobby Harlow with Backview Brewing, here to tell you about our year-round IPA Tanuki. Uh, brewed with Maris Otter and Pilsner Malt, and then hopped with Azaka Comet and Citra Hops. It gives you a beautiful, clean, crisp finish with citrus and, and stone fruit aroma and flavor. Find it at your local HEB, Specs, Total Wine, or come up here to the brewery and grab you a six-pack to go. Local watering holes? Absolutely. If we're not in it, contact us and tell us where you want to see us. Cheers. Hey, this is Robert at a new brewery that you probably haven't heard of, Elder Sun Brewing. We're here on North Shepherd, right across the street from the Kroger. Open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 3 to 9, Saturday, noon to 9, Sunday, noon to 7. We've got multiple styles up on the board. We've got uh, light beer, we've got ambers, we've got IPAs, we've got stouts. We're going to move into our spring lineup of uh, fruited pepes, fruited wit. We'd love to have you out, eldersunbrewing.com. Hey everybody, this is Jake Thorne at Thistle Draft Shop, the home of over 200 different craft beers featuring an award-winning kitchen that serves all of your favorites from burgers and wings to steak and tacos. Thistle Draft Shop supports local and independent breweries. Come on down and catch an Astros game with us and you can find us at thistledraftshop.com. That's T-H-I-S-T-L-E draftshop.com. If craft cocktails are your thing, check out Thistle Draft Shop's neighbor, the Blind Finch. Shh, it's a secret. 
from our quick little pizza eating frenzy. <laughs> the, the the eating was the frenzy. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Well, you know, normally whenever like a bunch of food shoved in our faces, we don't talk very much. But you know, in between, we've actually talked a lot. Um, good things. We are down here at Double the Deep. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. Eric Walker is our guest on this week's show. Uh, appreciate the pizza. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I just gave a thumbs up because nobody could see that. And I was just like, oh, wait, I'm on the radio. <laughs> it's radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, the pizza was a good call, and the cheese sticks were also good calls. <laughs> and uh, the, guy, the, the guy just came in and dropped off the pizza. It, like, it was like, he didn't even say anything. It like, came in like a mouse. He came in, <laughs> snuck in, like, eat, there was mm-hmm. thumbs up then. You know, yeah. that, that's oh, different yeah, because it's visuals. Mm-hmm. Visual thumbs up. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, but, but, you know, see what Eric and I know, like, it's. It's all the smells that were... It was a smell bomb that was mm-hmm. just dropped off here. <laughs> like, Sitting I, I, here on the bench right well, next I, to me, I, and I'm just, like, staring at it, like, wanting to, you know... When will the segment end? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it seems like it's just about time to, for a yeah. commercial on the radio show. <laughs> John, stop talking. <laughs> Go to break. Mm. Yep. No, it was, um, it was good. I didn't realize that I was as hungry as I was, and... So, you know, there's still a lot of pizza left, which I'm glad because in between this next segment break, I will probably have a few more. <laughs> sure. Why not? Pizza's delicious. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. Uh, pizza is really good. Every I've, once in a while. I've had bad pizza in my life, and it's a w- very weird feeling because you, you start to like, like, how do they screw this up? Yeah. What happened? 95% of pizza, even if it's bad, is still pretty all right still better know? than a lot of other yeah things, exactly right? you know bad pizza is still better than good you know whatever you yeah. know so like i once had bad pizza where the the bread was burnt it was like real hard and like super like 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 burnt like but the toppings were fresh so i had some questions on like did they pre-cook the bread mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they threw the topping like how is this happening <laughs> Cause it, cause it looks great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks pretty. And then you're like, like and you're like, you're like, yeah, like I broke a tooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to screw up where visually, because visually, you, you can eyeball pizza and be like, mm-hmm. all right, that's a good. Everybody talks, you know, like, man, when you go to New York, oh, pizza, this, pizza, that, New York, pizza, mm-hmm. pizza, pizza, New York, New York, New York, pizza, and been talking to my fiance. <laughs> She's yeah. like the best pizzas in Jersey, and I'm like, I love you, but I don't know. But I, I, I disagree with you. I mean, it, it was good, you know, and was it cool? Like walking in, grabbing a slice of pizza, and walking mm-hmm. out, sitting in the sidewalk, eating a like slice the of pizza. original Grimaldi's. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know the whole it was the good. experience, right? But yeah. you know, if you can separate yourself for a minute and only like think about your taste buds, mm-hmm. then it's like. Is it better than the pizza that, you know, some of the pizza we have down here? I've had some gr- fantastic New York slices. Mm-hmm. That, that whole, like, pizza by the slice, New York, like, the fold and the drip. Mm-hmm. I know, but that like, adds to experience, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you're somewhere. And, I mean, I, I'll i drink Pacificos all day long, mm-hmm. but you know where the best place I've ever had a Pacifico was sitting at Mazatlan. Just paddled back in and what, reaching the cooler, 
grabbed a Pacifico, cracked it open, and drank it. And I'm like, this is the best beer I ever had in my life. Yep. Well, as it turns out, Guinness tastes, be- tastes better in Dublin. <laughs> and Guinness and, and, tastes and, better and, in Dublin. And Imperial tastes better in, uh, in Costa Rica. It does. So, uh, Imperial, I, I brought some home one time. And I was yeah, like, you know what? Let's crack open this Imperial. And it's like, ah, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not the Imperial, no, I remember. It's not, it's not Kelly, put it, on a bikini. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the TV to ocean screensaver. Let's go. Oh, man. Kelly, invite 30 of your friends over and let's try. Never mind. <laughs> Pool party. Now Pool we're on. Pool party. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Uh, so pizza, pizza, well, all kind of stuff. Like, like, does Philly really make the best Philly cheesesteaks? Mm-hmm. I make a lot of them. I make a lot of them. <laughs> But is it the best? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's the thing with any kind of food city. Or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, so John and I just came from Asheville, uh, North Carolina. Yep, I, I followed that. Uh, I was living vicarious three through you two on uh, Facebook. Uh, you, 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 were you weren't sober either then. <laughs> <laughs> Could feel it coming <laughs> it through just, the screen. It does. It was. Uh, you know, it was. A, it was incredibly. Like we definitely got boozed up on that trip, but uh, but uh, it was incredibly. It was a comfortable trip. All the all the all the breweries were stacked, like stacked, great. It was like, yeah, I don't think I had a bad beer on that trip. It's like we not even one. When yeah. we when we were talking earlier about the uh, the destination, I mean, Asheville really has become that kind of a destination spot, right? I mean, you've got East Coast uh, Sierra Nevada, you've got. Wicked weed or the remains thereof out there, aren't yeah. they? And then, yep. you know, I mean, it's just fat tire. Yep. Oh yeah, new yeah. The new, Bel- the new Belgium uh, brewery. You there, know, R.I.P. So again. Most but. most breweries out there had a tour guide, mm-hmm. like a little like a tourism guide, and like it was a it's a sixty page booklet. Good gracious. For there was hundred seventy nine uh, breweries, wineries, and distilleries all together in Asheville. It, it and it's just like like we went to. A, Asheville's. We, we probably went to like maybe fifteen of those places, yeah, or maybe twenty, maybe. But like, just like, and realizing that we barely even scratched the surface, like we didn't even, hadn't even hit a quarter of them. We yeah. we hit the, the the main ones, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah, anytime the, the you big, go somewhere, like where should we go? And yeah, formulate a list. Yep. And it's like, okay, what's the most popular ones? We'll go there, which unfortunately mm-hmm. continues to be the always the most popular ones. That doesn't yep. help out the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But, but that place is like, that. like we went to a, a barbecue place to get some barbecue, and it was like, oh, finally a place that doesn't have a brewery. Oh no, Wait our, bre- a <laughs> our brewery, our is off site. Like, but so Here's technically it. we're a tap room here, not a brewery. John went to have pizza at a place that brews their own beer. Like, it, even if you're going to the place for food first, it's, it's like still, you almost you almost have to because of where you are, right? Yeah, every you place know? has like it's like yeah, we like we have we have a na- we like we have a nano brew system, and so we we only brew like for like two or three taps. Mm-hmm. But like it's still our home brew, and just kind of like it's just amazing, and everyone's there for it. Like John's wife. No, people don't even work there. I mean, they they just it's a tourism it's, city. It's well, all tourism. I, I, even the people that live there, do they really work? Only the ones that are working are the ones that are working. Outside of that, man, there's there's a lot of people. Like, kind of hanging out. I reached out to friends know? that live there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll meet you." When? I'm like, "What do you mean? You, like, when you get off work? Ah, I'll meet you whenever." It's <laughs> whenever. It's true. That's <laughs> true. They did do that. There was a guy that lived in the country. It was, he was only 14 minutes away, but he said he lived in the country. Lived in the country. He lived said he couldn't country. live in the city anymore. And he like, it was he like moved so, 14 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here, let, let me pop over here to, you know, 61st Street. That's about 15-minute drive, you know? So. 
but yeah. Yeah, so there are like 149 breweries or whatever, and Houston's at 80, but they're also, Asheville's a very small footprint, and we have mm-hmm. a very large one. And Houston's, man. Yeah, Houston's pretty thirsty. They are. Galveston, uh, how's it down here? Because Tom and I, when we were driving in, we were talking about some different things, and one of them was, like, it's seasonal. Mm-hmm. There is a seasonality to it. Um, actually, we, I have found that we do a little bit better when the weather's a little bit bad, a little bit worse. And also when, obviously, the colleges are in, because uh, all the residents at UTMB, they like us and come hang out a lot. Same thing with uh, A&M here on the island with grad students. We actually have a banner here in the brewery that has uh, had all the grad students for mostly marine sciences and marine biology that have gotten their doctorates here at A&M that have signed it. You know, we've been in, uh, included in the thanks page for about six or seven dissertations at this point. I like to think that, like, you know, my beer is helping people get, get across the hump, you know, get that doctor. Your, your beer will be thanked years from yes. now when I like my, cured. <laughs> but, my, nephew, um, my nephew Justin's name should be on that. Yeah, have him come. I'll sign it. Matter matter fact. You can sign it. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's just like we do a little bit better then. Um, with where we are, I mean, the, the location of our brewery is actually not ideal. You could wave to somebody on, in front of the railroad museum, which is only about three and a half blocks away from us, and they could see you and wave back. But trying to get somebody to walk from there to where we are has been basically an impossibility in the five years that we've been open. <laughs> uh, same thing. It's like we're a little bit too far away from the main part of the post office area, you know, and we're just, we're just kind of out here. We have to – we catch, like, the brewery-specific people, you know, the people that are walking in wearing brewery shirts from other cities and stuff like that, you yeah. know. But there's – I mean, we were talking about 80 breweries in Houston. There's so much good beer in Houston that – you don't have to drive down 45 to come have a good beer. You know, I mean, there's one literally within a five-minute drive of where you are. For sure. And with the construction on 45 and just, you know, we're an hour away from Houston, you know. So it's, it's kind of hard to get people from Houston to come down and uh, to come hang out. I mean, and it's like, I, I don't know if I would make that drive, you know, for just like one small brewery like we are down here, you know. Um, Mark is right over there on top of Seawall, you know, and he just finished out his brand new expansion. Looks great over there. He's got the uh, the uh, the jungle gym for the kids and everything like mm-hmm. that. And I've got about a prison cell worth of weeds and grass <laughs> in the front of us here, and there's not much else that I can do with the space That's that we have. That's its own challenge. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah, all full of uh, goat heads and everything like labor. that, you know. <laughs> Come on. So Stay outside the box. It's always been a little bit, you know, it's always been kind of funny you know we've tried to do a lot of like original punk and original hardcore and everything like that and we've had some really good bands come through and then even though it's all original and we're trying to pay the artists and everything like that we have the music industry uh licensing companies sending us cease and desist you know for having like you know literally a husband and wife duo sing songs that they wrote in their living room here on the island Mm -hmm. because maybe maybe they played a, a licensed song. They didn't. And then, but it only takes a hundred and, or what's it, $195 to file a lawsuit, and then you have to spend a whole lot of money to defend that. And the music industry uh, licensing companies like to go after breweries. It's a big thing in the industry. They talk about it on uh, craft beer professionals all yeah. the time. Those guys are jackasses. Yeah. And also the way they go about it. Exactly. Uh, they, they're complete bullies. Yeah. They, yeah. Like they'll, they'll, they'll literally, as you talk to them, they'll mm-hmm. go on your Facebook page, and they'll just be like, 
I see. It says he just has some music. I see you got some music coming up. Yeah. Are, 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 is it all originals? Is it all like whatever? No, mm-hmm. you will pay. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's just like, like, and it's like, you know. Otherwise, I'll take you to court because they know small breweries don't have a whole lot of money, mm-hmm. but they have a whole lot of money tied up in things like equipment. I mean, this is such a we capital, such a capital heavy, you know, asset heavy business. It's not just you know, Joe Bob's you know, Forty Ninth Street Bar. You know, this is you know. So there's always that, like, implicit threat. It's like, you will pay. You will pay for somebody to pay, then turn around and pay a band to play their own original music. Yeah. So. They, were, they were so bad calling the pub. At, like, all hours uh, calling the pub, you know, like, ASCAP, BMI, mm-hmm. just like, constantly. Finally, I, I, after trying to reason with them, mm-hmm. it's like, no, we, we have bands that only play original music. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're small enough to where we have our TVs on. It's covered under what you say is covered. No. So we're fine there. Uh, there's, we're not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, send somebody out anytime you want to. Nope, they're mm-hmm. just going to keep calling, keep calling. Finally, I just was like, you know what? Here's my attorney's number. Mm-hmm. Just call them, call them, call them. And pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, and with us, we're like, you know, the... Uh, the water and the electrical bill, you know, usually get paid on time. But maybe it, they might be come through for us a couple days late. So it's just like I don't have, I just don't have the money to be able to give to a lawyer to write a letter on letterhead, no. you know. And so I've kind of eased off of doing bands because of that reason. And that sucks, you know, because we had some, uh, some really, like I said, really, really good acts play their own music. And uh, actually, one of the lo- one of the big local bands just contacted me, and uh, we're gonna maybe gonna put it together as a quote unquote benefit show, mm-hmm. basically like a pay the man kind of thing, and we're gonna put see if we can't put enough money to get, pay for the uh, pay for ASCAP and BMI again, and that way we can start having you know, like you know Jeez. punk acts from Japan and stuff like that come through because we've had that and it, yeah. they're, you know they're great. So yeah, well, I mean legally with that, I mean, if they're playing original music, mm-hmm. then. But that, BMI, ASCAP, has, yeah. they have no say in it. They, they, or they don't, but again, if they, like, they could sue you and then basically force you legally to prove it. It's like, do you have a recording of the show? Yeah. Do you, all right, now that's, now how many hours is that for a lawyer to pay to get that, you know, to get that set up to go through? You have to got to go through to a jury trial or something like they, that for they, that lawsuit. They, with me one time, they were like, you had this band three years ago that part of their song included the theme from Dukes of Hazard yep. or something like that. Something, something outlandish. Yeah. I'm like, really? All right. You I, know. I told them not to. Yeah. Why don't you call the band? Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, I, have, I have contracts with the band that literally says, like, a band representative signs it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it clearly states, we will not play anything that is licensed under ASCAP, BMI, C-Sec, the whole thing. But still, you know, it's just, you can't be, with the, I mean, everything is so litigious now. You can't, you just can't be too careful. So, especially when you're turning, you know, pennies into copper wire, right? You know? So. Yeah. Yeah, but people, people want to hear music. And yep. on top yeah, people, of that, people want to hear songs that, they, that they've heard before. So, which means cover bands. And so, to book cover bands, yep. then you have to pay your thousands and thousands of dollars Thousands of dollars. Good gracious. Yeah. And, and even for a small place like this with not a lot of occupancy. <clears throat> so, try, or I was thinking about wanting to do vinyl nights. That's fun, right? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Can't <laughs> do it. So. Can't do it. Watch those licensing fees double instantly. For like to have like one, a vinyl night once a month, 
Yeah. So I mean, there are there are some negotiating you can do. So if you're putting on a concert and you're like, okay, I'm going to put on six concerts a year. Once you start talking to them, you can kind of negotiate some things, but it's still never in your favor Mm-mm. for what you're spending and everything else. Anyways, shenanigans. But. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. All right, let's eat some more pizza, get some more beers, and we'll get back. We'll talk more with Devil in the Deep down in Galveston Island. This is Dream of Ages. Be right back. It's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry. We're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas. Come out to No Label. With the scorching Texas heat, the best relief is a frosty pint of beer. Frosttown Brewing is in the heart of downtown Houston, offering up frosty pints in a spacious tap room and beautiful beer gardens. From light lagers to IPAs, there's something for everyone. Serving local pride by the pint, Frosttown Brewing is the place for crafting community and family alongside a cold pint. Come by and check us out at www.frosttownbrew.com. Celebrate the history of beer in Texas and the history of Texas in beer. Come out to Bluff Schuetzen Fest, Texas History on Tap, Beer Garden at Christ Brewery and Monument Hill State Historic Sites on LaGrange, Texas on Saturday, May 20th. The Beer Garden, sponsored by National Bank and Trust, features craft breweries plus a few special release beers inspired by Texas history. Bluff Schuetzen Fest is a free family event. However, tickets are required to access the festival's beer garden. Tickets available now at bluffschuetzenfest.org or call the Visitor Center at 979-968-5658. Hey, Austin area friends, Wild West Beer Fest Pflugerville Edition is happening April 6th through 8th. April 6th is a 25th annual golf tournament. April 7th is a launch party, one of the greatest parties, especially if you like food and beer. And the big day is Saturday, April 8th with the Wild West Beer Fest. Over 60 breweries, wineries, food, live music, and even a mechanical bull. This is going down at Typhoon, Texas, Austin. So get your tickets at wildwestbrewfest.com and join the party that uses all the profits to do great things in the community, wildwestbrewfest.com. We are back. This is Shrink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. I am John Denman. Tom Painter sitting across the table from me. Eric Walker from Devil in the Deep hanging out. We're down here in Galveston drinking some beers. Some uh, beers. Talking a, little, talking a little beer history, too. It is. Yeah, yeah. A little beer history. Um, and <laughs> actually, We just realized Ronnie Crocker needs to... He needs to work on part two of his needs book. Needs a little update. <laughs> needs an update of his book. Uh, didn't and him. <laughs> he, uh, I actually just texted him, so it would be funny to see what he says. Yeah. Because he, his first book was very, very entertaining. It's um, the Haiti history, uh, history of, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to completely back, back to Google because I don't remember the exact name. But uh, the beer history in Houston... And it's a phenomenal book that kind of just, just really easy read, like an afternoon where you can go through. But that was how long ago, Tom? Did you write that book? 2012, 2012. you said? 2012. The uh, Houston Beer, a head history of brewing in the Bayou City through the, through, through, through the history of press. 
2012. Yes. So a great book to kick back and read and kind of know where, because it goes into like the early days of history here in Galveston. Right, yeah. there, there's, like, there is so much beer history here in Galveston. Mm-hmm. For a long time, uh, when Stuttgart used to be owned by Carlos Mencia, actually, those tanks used to be off in their own little room, and they still had the last tags on them from the beers that were brewed for there uh, in them. And one of them was a Great Storm IPA, and it was had been brewed on like an afternoon in June in 2002, I think it was, or something. <laughs> but it still had like a little paper tag on like the door of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know that's that would have been like some of the very first like you know, kind of, well even, tap room type, even going back. Yeah. Oh, back, yeah. back, back, back. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the brewery the that Fal- was here. Yeah, the Falstaff Brewery. Yeah, so. yeah. Where you can still kind of sneak in and run around that brewery. Not anymore. No. Uh, everything's all been ripped out. Uh, a lot of it, they've turned a bunch of it into cruise parking. I want to say that they want to put like a boutique hotel into like a portion of it. I think probably like what they did with uh, Pearl in uh, San Antonio, which if you guys haven't been, you got to go in that building. It is something else. Oh, yeah? They got like a bourbon bar in there. And like some of the tanks, they have tanks in there that have been cut open and then like furnished on the inside and you're sitting in the tanks. And like the vault is like where they store like, you know, all the pappy and all that other nonsense. But yeah, there's all this brewing paraphernalia for that lo- such a large scale brewery like that. And they have it scattered throughout the hotel. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, uh, and Pearl, was, I mean, when we were talking about like brewery equipment, we're not talking yeah. about small fermenters. Oh, no, no. Th- this was or this is probably like a hundred barrel like water tank or something like that. And they literally basically cut it in half. And then they uh, they line the inside of it with like leather upscale leather couches and all sorts <laughs> of everything else, and they turn it into a whole thing. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's interesting. It's a uh, it's Hotel Ella, I think they call it now. But yeah, go look at some of the f- uh, photos of that on uh, online. It's something else. So sounds like a road trip. This cheese bread is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> cheese bread is delicious. Yeah, I mean, you're dipping in the garlic sauce. I dipped it in the marinara because that's what I opened. But mm-hmm. either one, yeah, it, it just kind of weirdly melts in your mouth. Like I feel like between the beer and the and the pizza and the cheese bread and the it's just like a very it's a very full filling experience here <laughs> in Galveston. No, uh, I mean that's what you come to Galveston for, right? Keeping it chill. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep it chill. Yeah, that's Island time, right? <laughs> why you come down here to see pizza drink beer so i'm drinking the alley party uh you said it's one of your top selling beers yeah uh that's been a uh a, a real crowd pleaser uh going on since from 2020 now and uh, then I, I had the vanish before that mm-hmm. which i loved because i'm just big yeah. sometimes i just got to find the lightest beer on the menu mm-hmm. and be like i need to you know get myself and back together one of my newest year-round beers there is galvatraz um and that's our uh, version of a golden ale. You know, like old school yingling or something like that, kind of. You know, a little 5% sipper. So it's got a real good uh, response for us out at uh, the, the Locals Only Brew Haha last weekend at uh, Moon Tower. Oh, yeah. And you said your, but your number one selling beer isn't even on the menu right now. Not right now. Our brown ale. Uh, yeah. It's the best brown ale in Texas. Um, it is not on the board right now. I sold myself out from underneath it, which has been a thing recently. And uh, the next batch is going, and, like, Channing is waiting for it over at Nobi and a couple other places. They're like, hey, the brown ready? And I'm like, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, that's my uh, that's my personal favorite beer. That was the first beer I ever wrote as a home brewer. Hey, the first if, you have, recipe. if you have Channing in your corner, that's uh, that's never a bad thing. No, Noby <laughs> is I think one of our like very oldest first accounts. I think I dropped off at Bruce Brothers, and then I drove off the island and dropped off at Noby. I think those were literally like invoices one and two for us for uh, for outside sales. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, it's been a solid spot. I was looking back at receipts today. I was trying to find my social security card for something today, so I'm going through every everywhere in my house, like all my drawers, my boxes, and filing cabinets and everything, mm-hmm. trying to find that social security card. And I came across a little small notebook, and I'm like, "What is this?" So I open it up, and it's a bunch of receipts. I, was like, I once I once used to save receipts, Tom, and be very diligent about like keeping track of things. No. And but uh, this this was a long time ago. That doesn't sound good. So I'm looking I'm looking at <laughs> it's like 2010, 2011, something mm-hmm. like that, and I'm going through and I'm like, oh, there's a Nobi receipt in here. What did I have that day? Um, made me want to go to Nobi. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's you know credit cards. They'll do this for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, automatically now they'll, they'll tell you exactly how much money you're spending on what and when and it's like in the last year you spent x amount on alcohol would you like to know no nope no, rather no, not no. thank you get out of here i don't <laughs> how do I exit log out we are telling you in five who started the countdown yeah <laughs> don't tell my wife we're forwarding this to your wife y'all are some holes holes Yep. That is true. Deposit 50,000 miles to get out of the situation. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what the conversation was that I was having yesterday with my wife, but uh, she goes, it's not even close to what you spend on beer. And like I probably wasn't listening before that. And after that, I'm like, I don't even want to hear anymore. <laughs> you've offended me now. Yeah, you've offended me. Kelly, do you want to fight? <laughs> it's like, this is what we're doing this afternoon. Okay, there we yeah. go. So- <laughs> But as I was looking for all the social security card, you know, through all the closet, I stumbled across in the very back of the closet a bunch of diamond art okay. things, like an excessive amount. She, Kelly started doing this little, I don't know, she, she's, she needs a little stress reliever. So very monotonous, put a little thing in this little spot, go grab another little thing. You came out of the closet, you're like, and, and what about all these diamonds? I, trust me, I'm, I'm saving it. I'm saving it <laughs> to where I'm like... When she calls me out for something else, I'm like, what's up with those 50 diamond art yeah. things you have in the closet? Those aren't cheap. Put that in your back pocket like yeah, currency. I'm holding it. <laughs> she doesn't listen to shows, so I can say things like yeah. this. And she's going to be like, oh, yeah? What about this thing you did 22 years ago in April? <laughs> like, like at 2 p.m.? You're like, damn. It was a Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, she's going to win. Yeah, you know, but you got to put up some fight. Mm-hmm. You got to put up some. <laughs> and I'm drinking the pilot fish. Which the extra pale, extra pale. Uh, man, it's just crushable. Yep, it's our. Uh, I, I like that cashmere hop that's in it a lot, and it's 100% cashmere. So it's just easy drinking. Mm-hmm. Has a good little hop, hop bite to it. Yep. Light on the body. <laughs> Not really an IPA brewery. That was never my personal palate, so I never really did it. You know, it's just like I try to. I have a handful of hoppy things, and I kind of keep them set. I just try to, like you know. That way, somebody can walk in and be like, I had a bathymetry at Nobi or something like that. I'll have a bathymetry here, and I want them to taste sure. this. I want that consistency. I like that a lot. So, 
Uh, yeah, I was never an IPA guy until we hired an IPA brewer, and then uh, and then and then just then the light went on. You're like, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's it's like like anything. It mm-hmm. takes a little. I mean, your palate's got to be trained. Oh yeah. You got, you hit, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of got to learn to like something, which mm-hmm. which is kind of. Uh, it's a little asinine when people like it's like it's like scotch or something. It's like oh, you gotta learn to like scotch, you know. And, and it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta, you know. um, but it's like sometimes I don't want to learn to like something. I'm I'm perfectly fine not learning how to like. Yeah. It's like you know what I want. I want to try a sip of it, and if I like it, I want a pint of it. And there we go. You know. Yeah, and I used to always be that guy. Like so so so. And these beers are, are definitely more towards my uh, like my mm-hmm. palate now. I, I can. I can transition to the hobby world and, and like, <laughs> but I used to like, I get, used to have that prune face of like, Ooh, what's happening? But bitter beer I'm, face. The bitter mm, beer face commercials. Like, like, John can drink anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and sure. the exact same face he has right now. He'll be like, he'll be like, eh, I wouldn't drink that again. I mean, I'm going to finish the beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's John. <laughs> I, I think, I think the, the way that I've been described mostly is, you know, I'll drink a beer and I'll be like, that's nice. <laughs> like John, be, John, John be great like a James Bond movie where it's like drink the poison, Mister Deadman. And he's Ooh. like, what else you got? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says that turning around and he's finishing the pint, be like another. Yeah. <laughs> I need a chaser. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so. at a brewery whose entire system was infected. But <laughs> 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 my organs even being alive is a miracle. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, there's not much me, <laughs> doctor. No, with the amount of alcohol <laughs> that, that probably flows through all of our blood, it's hard to actually like get sick because <laughs> it kills everything that actually could mm-hmm. infect you. Yep. It's true. I, there are days I wake up and I'm well pretty pickled. amazed that nothing's like. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this 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 beer is really good. Thank you. Uh, let's see, Eric. I saw you last week. Mm-hmm. We were down at the Galveston Country Club. Yep. And you had your IPA. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, our 40 knots. Uh, I call it a pale ale, but it's 6.6%. And it's got a, uh, you know, a pound and a half per barrel dry hop to it. So, I mean, it might as well be an IPA. And you guys um, were both raising money for vets, right? Or like, yeah, we, well, are, we were there for the, uh, the Parajumper Foundation. There you go. Yeah, it was, it was a great event. And not only that, when the... Uh, sitting around just talking to people. Yeah, you know, just, everybody's just normal guys. Just hanging mm-hmm. out, drinking beer, having a good time. Saving the world, being American heroes. They're <laughs> jumping out of airplanes. Lying about their golf swing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these, these guys, we, we really start talking about, like, like, man, you're a badass. Like, you're legit. Uh, you did what? Yeah, that, that's the, the, so, so the sills were stuck. And you went and jumped out and, and saved the sills, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They had, what they're doing, I mean, I don't, I've never watched a movie about them, which is kind of crazy because you would think they're, I mean, for what they do, it's mm-hmm. pretty badass. But, yeah, I met a, met a bunch of cool people. And yep. that's, a, that's a really interesting golf course over there. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, I've, I've never played around over there. I, uh, I've beaten up Moody plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, Texas City Municipal is more my speed, really. I love golf. Golf doesn't love me, and the problem with the uh, game, my uh, as my fiance's dad tells me, is that the uh, the ball goes exactly where you hit it. It's true, and it uh, that's my problem, <laughs> right there. Yep. So this game is in fact not complicated. Yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's not. So, but yeah. yeah, but so but you guys had some uh, some killer IPA. Well, we we. You know, finished everything, uh, hung out with all the guys for a little bit, and, and then walking back, yeah, 
keg set up outside, so there was only a little bit left. So it was like, yeah, we should kill the keg. Yep. So, sat, so yeah, we sat or sat there in some uh, some chairs while uh, there's nobody there's nobody left in the course. We were just hanging out there, and then we uh, had a mildly foggy uh, shotgun of a we did. of yeah, a vanished actually, shotgun. and then uh, called like it a, a day. That sounds like a good end to the day. Yeah, it sounds like very relaxing chairs, so, mm-hmm. relaxing after a little, some golf, mm-hmm. so like some beer, shooting the shit, catching up. That's, yeah. a, that's a perfect day. No, it was great. It was yeah. it was a uh, it was a good for one it was a really good tournament like I said for an excellent cause um, I went home with a sorry Tom I'm hitting your microphone <laughs> get closer now I ended up buying a, a Top Gun Val Kilmer sign picture of him and Tom Cruise staring at each other yeah oh, that's legit. where you got that Unf- yes. unfortunately it's not the uh, volleyball scene the vo- but it's okay yeah yeah. <laughs> It's not the volleyball scene, but um, uh, that's a locker room scene. Yeah, right? a locker yeah. room scene. <laughs> the most homoerotic of all the scenes. <laughs> the most. The most. Just men being men, with men, looking at men. Yeah. Men, men, it's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I gave it to my brother-in-law for a present. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I bet you like his brother-in-law is European and wears speedos, so so this is all. <laughs> He's a big fan of Top Gun. Or who is it? <laughs> I mean, who isn't that that or that movie got so many guys to join the Navy back in the day? That's true. <laughs> got him. Sure, him. Got, got him. <laughs> but um, but and, no. the new, and the new one's great. Yeah, the new one. So Man, I watched it the other day. Uh, well, we went and saw it <clears throat> theaters and one night. But I was sitting at home. I was like, man, I just need some good background stuff while I'm working on things. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the brewery real quick. Let's yes. wrap the show up. Uh, we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. When, are, when are you guys open? Uh, we are open Thursday through Sunday. Uh, on the weekdays, we open at 4. On the weekends, we open at noon. Um, we stay open till uh, 9 p.m. most nights, except for Sunday when we close at 5, because the island turns into a ghost town on Sundays at 5 o'clock. The, uh, it, we usually have anywhere from 8 to 15, 16 beers on any given time. I try not to fall underneath that. You know, I'm a, it's a one-man show, so sometimes it's a little bit hard. But we, uh, we got a whole bunch of package options now. We got that program going. Um, little video, or video games for the kids, shuffleboard, the whole nine yards. So. All right. Well, I mean, summertime's coming up. Yep. It'll be here, like, instantly, the way time I mean, flies. Time is We've fine. already had our first 90-degree day, so it's on. It's on, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, if you come down to the island, stop by Devil in the Deep, grab some good pints. Uh, meet your, your, Eric will be here. Yeah, I will be here. Uh, if I might have a volunteer helping me out, you know, usually it's like my fiance or my roommate, you know, <laughs> otherwise. And I'm in the back, like, gremlining, doing something, cleaning so cakes or something. So it's important to ask them, how are you related to the owner? So <laughs> Whoever they are. But, yeah, I mean, otherwise it's me hanging out behind the bar, you know, sitting out front, you know, having a pint myself because that's that's one of the best parts about owning a brewery, right? You know, being able to occasionally have a beer. Exactly. So, Yes, and occasionally is like it's uh, same parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, air quoted. Tell you what. All right, man. I appreciate you having us out, man. It's been a whole lot of fun. Absolutely mm-hmm. appreciate the pizza. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Hit a yeah. bunch of spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, so. it's fantastic. Thanks yep. for thanks for making the drive down here to this uh, the island, and yeah, it was cool to be on. So. 
All right, Devil in the Deep, if you ever come down here, like I said, man, just stop by the brewery, check them out, look them up online, find them all over social media, all the good stuff. You know, now nowadays it's just like just Google Devil in the Deep Brewery, mm-hmm. get all the information, and come down here and hang out and try some beers. Yep. We, yep. Uh, we just started getting uh, distribution into the wider Houston area, so I'm not doing all the sales myself, so we're all over the place, all the... If somewhere's got usually more than 25 taps, usually we're on it or we've been on it before. So keep Congratulations, man. Thank that you. The next step. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The next step of many. All right. Appreciate you having us out, man. Everybody be safe out there, and we'll talk to everyone next week. This is Dream of Age Radio.